Tuesday, tomorrow, Trudeau government's going to be making a very big announcement, very consequential announcement, until they're voted out, or if they're voted out. But as of 2035, all new cars that we buy in this country are going to have to be zero emissions. And it comes at a time when people are pushing back over all the increased costs of green energy. Uh, But the government is all in, no question about it. These new regulations come at a time when sales are down. I mean, we right now, when you look at how many uh, new vehicles being sold are electric, it's one in eight. One in eight is electric or plug-in hybrid. And part of the reason is it's it's super expensive for most people, even with a subsidy check that you get back. But if you're waiting for an EV, let's say, in a market like Toronto, you're waiting 11 times longer than in other provinces like B.C. And if you're waiting for a car, chances are you're going to say, to hell with it, I'll, I'll go with something else, right? So these new regulations will be um, unveiled on Tuesday, supposed to shorten the wait times for EVs that they believe are kind of crushing consumer demand. But we're not meeting targets now with what, the, you know, what we're doing. And so I guess the feeling is let's just force this on people and then we can get rid of fossil fuel. Let me get, bring in Brian uh, Kingston. He is president and CEO of Canadian Vehicle Manufacturers Association. Great to have you, Brian. Thanks for having me on. I have a feeling this is probably not as easy as it sounds because it never is. And so when you read that we are going to all have to be in electric cars by um, – 2035, and I think many people would like to think that that we can all do that, but what what goes through your mind? Yeah, this is a, a very, very ambitious target, and what we're expecting tomorrow is, is what's called a sales mandate, and it's going to dictate what Canadians can and can't buy up until 2035. Automakers are committed to this transformation. You're seeing more and more electric vehicles in the market in, in every vehicle segment imaginable. But we know that there are real challenges that have to be overcome to make this possible for everybody to switch. And and the two most obvious are the affordability piece. Mm -hmm. These are more expensive vehicles. The price will come down eventually, but they are more expensive because it's a new technology. And secondly, charging. People will not switch to an electric if it's going to mean it makes their life more inconvenient. So we're calling on the government to focus on that rather than telling people what they have to buy. Well, I think it, you know, they, they seem to think that if they force this on everybody, then, then everyone will just comply. Uh, they won't because they can't. Um, and, and that forcing it will just eventually work itself out. But when I saw this announcement, I thought, well, what could go wrong? Because I think that's a question we always have to ask. What could go wrong? And I think everything. We have not, um, you know, brought up to date our power grid. And I have to think that's going to cost billions and, and, and a while. So we have to do that. They say that they will have enough charging stations in the next 10 years. But again, talk is cheap, as we've learned so many times with, um, with governments, because they also said we'd have housing. Um, but so if we don't have the charging stations, and we haven't even put a shovel in the ground for, for any of the mining of, of the minerals, and that, it, I don't know when that's happening, because we have no deals at all with indigenous groups. So there's a whole bunch of variables that if they don't get a get out of our way with these challenges, then I don't know how we're all supposed to get into this um, electric vehicle by 2035. Well, exactly. And I mean, you raised the, the charging infrastructure piece. And I think that's a great example of, of how significant of a gap we need to fill in 12 short years. They, the government would like to have 442,000 public chargers built. How many? And right, 442,000 public yeah. chargers by 2035. That's to support what would be 12 million EVs on the road. Mm-hmm. Right now, we have 25,000, and we're building Jeez. about 6,000 a year. So we would need to see that ramp up to 35,000 chargers built every single year 
from now to 2035. That is a unprecedented <laughs> national infrastructure project. And I don't see any momentum suggesting that that is going to happen. So, you know, that's just one. Well, we need we have a labor construction issue. Like we have a shortage in, in construction labor. Um, they have to build houses. So I don't know where we're finding all these other people to get the, the, <laughs> the charging grid done. Right. Well, exactly. Exactly. I mean, this takes a huge amount of, of people and labor and skilled trades to to put these uh, this infrastructure in. Um, and on top of that, you mentioned the electricity generation side. Um, also, a, a huge, huge challenge. These uh, larger electric vehicle fleet is going to depend on a much, much uh, bigger electricity grid. Yeah. And as it stands right now, we, we simply don't have the investments necessary to support that. In Ontario alone, the government was estimating that decarbonizing the electricity system is going to cost $400 billion out to 2050. So, you know, these, these are big investments and these are big projects. I'd like to see more focus on those issues rather than putting a mandate in place, which which ultimately um, will reduce consumer choice. And that's a challenge. Yeah. I mean, part of me says this is just political stuff because they're gearing up for an election and they want to you know, be able to counter Polyev uh, on you know, climate change plans, whatever. But um, I, I just I, I just don't think it's feasible. I just don't understand why we keep making these impossible goals. We've not reached any of our targets now, and they've just set the hardest target ever. And then you wonder, okay, what happened? Assuming this stays in, because I think if we have a change of government, all of this goes goes kind of where the dodo bird goes. It'll have to be changed. But what happens then to dealerships? Because if you can't have a car that's gas-powered by 2035, then they're not going to carry gas you know, made cars. And so eventually they'll stop making them. And then do we see a market that is not just short electric sides of the market, but then we, we don't have any uh, manufacturing of gas car powered cars? Yes. And that, that's one of the outcomes that the government's actually acknowledged in this regulation. They, they found that a sales mandate is going to reduce consumer choice because uh, gas-powered vehicles will be will be less available and it will raise costs because of the higher cost of the new technology. And so think about a dealership in a rural part of Canada which sells, you know, 90% pickup trucks, for right. example. Um, as these targets... Like in Flin Flon, yeah. you know, <laughs> you're not driving an electric uh, Gia there. Exactly. And even as we're bringing in electrified versions of pickup trucks and vehicles that are very popular... In those regions, if you don't have the charging infrastructure and if the affordability challenge is still there, um, these people will have a very hard time making that that transition. And as the target gets more stringent, it could reduce the amount of gas powered vehicles that are available for sale in Canada. So I, that worries me because the industry is moving to electrification no matter what. This is the direction the investments have been made. But we want people to be um, coming along on this journey willingly, mm. not in a position where they feel like they can't get the vehicle they need and they're being forced into this uh, into this technology. So I, I just think there's a better approach. And that's about actually helping people make the switch, not mandating what they can and can't buy. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, I'm trying to figure out where we're coming up with this $400 billion to uh, upgrade the, <laughs> the hydro grid, never mind all the other stuff. It's just an, a fantastical, fantastical a goal they've set for us. Um, I appreciate it, Brian. We'll see what they say, and then um, we'll see what the small print of it does say as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks. Great to chat. There you go. Brian Kingston is uh, with the Canadian Vehicle Manufacturers Association. Where are we getting this money? $400 billion. Youch. Just looking at how many um, units we sold. Units. How many EV sales last year? 2022, 85,000.
85000 nonetheless. If uh, you can charge them, people will buy. Otherwise, they won't.